Hello everyone, this is Victoria with Simply Grand and welcome to Simply Grand's podcast. Simply Grand is all things fun for today's contemporary grandparents while honoring the ancestors. Thanks for tuning in. Hello everyone and welcome to the show today. Today is Thursday, March 11th. And because I ran out of time last week conversating with the Fusion Funkmeister, Barry Jackson, he is back with part two to talk about what us as grandparents are most proud of, which is our grandchildren, right? <laughs> and if you didn't get to hear part one, you can go back and listen to that episode where he shares about all the musicians he knows and have worked with in the Kansas City area and those he interviewed when he was on air at KKFI 90.1 FM. Also, we're planning something really cool that will be happening in April in regards to the Fusion Funkmeister, so make sure you stay plugged in. And as always, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or whatever platform you get your podcasts, and continue to spread the word, okay? So, enjoy! Barry. Hello. Very, very, very. So glad to have you back on this show. You know, last week um, we ran out of time and you didn't even get to talk about your granddaughter. You know, what it's like to be a grandfather, you know? Well, that is definitely a show in and of itself. <laughs> Well, we have time, so mm-hmm. I'll let you have the floor, my friend. What is she like, and what is it like being a grandfather? And I don't think that's your uh, one and only grandchild, right? But that's the youngest no. granddaughter. Right? No, I actually, she's my youngest granddaughter. I have five grandchildren, um, the oldest one being Edward, uh, who's, uh, I think he's almost 21 now, and... He was an amazing kid growing up. Um, I never forget uh, back in when he was nine. This is back when uh, Obama was running for his first term, and we went out to to uh, Penn Valley Park to see him speak. And um, I never forget. Uh, I had some other adults around that helped, and it, it was a, he wasn't a, a fat kid, but he was still a heavy kid for me at nine. And uh, they decided they would lift him up where he could see throughout the entire time that Obama was on the uh, was at the podium. And Obama comes out and he's waving at people, and my grandson Edward was just convinced that Obama waved at him personally. <laughs> and he might have just been waving in the general area. He might have been waving at him, right? You know. Yeah. But anyway, the adults around us decided if this young man is convinced that Obama waved at him, don't say anything different. Well, you can't say anything different because Obama did wave at him. As far as we're concerned, he did. <laughs> Absolutely. 
And, you know, it's also, I, I remember one, one of the other adults that was out there was uh, former Chiefs wide receiver, Ellie, uh, Derek Alexander. He helped me hold up Edward. And uh, oh, okay. we, like I said, we all just looked at each other and said, if he believes it, we believe it. Right. That's his story and he's sticking to it. Yeah. And um, um, and you know what really didn't help matters any was that he got a form letter from Obama uh, congratulating him on his uh, good grades in science and math. Oh, really? You know, within before that year was out, before he turned ten, he got that letter. And I'm like, and I went back to thinking about when he's convinced Obama way bad. So, how did that come about, receiving a letter from uh, the president? How did that come about? I think the school, the the, the third, fourth grade class he was in, I think was doing real well. And somebody got in touch with the White House and um, I think they, you know, I, and I think the White House sent out that letter. Okay. So, how cool is um, that? They they must have been they must have been really uh, motivated, you know. Edward along with with his classmates at least, and so uh, you know. But he's given me plenty to be proud of uh, growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, he decided he was going to learn the viola. The viola. Yeah, that's that. Next, that's the the next biggest string instrument next to the violin. It's okay. Just a little bigger than the violin. Okay. It has a deeper sound to it. And um, I think one Christmas he brought his viola with him to serenade us while we ate. Oh. Like they do in the restaurants. Huh? Like they do in the restaurants. Yeah, sounded good too, and uh, and he made sure that I knew when his um, uh, his string ensemble in high school was performing. So, mm-hmm. you know, now he's uh, you know he's been out of school. He 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 tried. Uh, he got accepted into Missouri S and T down in Rolla, Missouri. S T University down in Rolla, Missouri. And well, I guess the folks down there in Rolla decided, uh, well, that's Trump country. So he came back here and went to school at uh, UMKC. Oh, okay. And uh, now he's uh, into photography. And he's posted a few things on on social media, some of his work. I think he likes to uh, photograph uh, cars. Uh But um, after him, uh, I've got two granddaughters uh, of the same age. They're about three or four months apart. Kaya, who is my oldest son's daughter, and then Jasmine, who is um, uh, my daughter's daughter. Mm-hmm. 
Then after that is Jamarian, who is my youngest son's son. And then good old Janelle. Janelle. <laughs> so you have Kaya, uh, Jasmine, Edward. Uh, Ed, Edward, Edward, Kaya, Jasmine, Jamarian. Jamarian. And, and, and Janelle. Beautiful names. Uh, yeah. Um, see, Edward, like I said, is about 21. Uh, Jasmine and Kaya are 14, almost 15. Uh-huh. Um, Jamarian, seven or eight years old. Uh-huh. I haven't seen him in a while. They, he doesn't live in Kansas City. So, uh, and then Janelle um, is about to turn three. And she is, uh, she's hilarious. This girl can clown. Just watching her, you know, go from, really from, you know, from from infancy up to, up to now. She is uh, always, she's very entertaining. And she knows it. <laughs> So, uh, I know, um, and very perceptive too. Um, I, uh, last couple of times she came by here, um, to visit while my daughter Jennifer took, took care of, uh, some other business. She was, she napped for most of the time she was here. And uh, I think this last time or next to the last time she was here, she, um, I said, you just came over here and go to sleep, didn't you? And she nodded her head, yep. <laughs> 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 and and, and wow. laughed about it. And, and laughed about it. You know, because when she'd come in, I'd just, take, I'd just put her in my bed, put the cover over her. <laughs> She's ready to get up. You know, most of the time she, she doesn't get up and immediately start running. What she'll want to, what she'll do is come in and, and climb up in my lap, kind of slowly wake up. So uh, we'll sit back and watch TV. And then she's ready for me to chase her around the house. So she's, uh, she's something else, see? She likes to call me uh, on uh, on video calls, mm-hmm. and then just then just sit there and smile. Oh, you know, and so uh, your children call you, Papa. Uh, Did they call you Papa? She just pa. Pa. Yeah, just pa. Oh, okay. So, uh, but. Uh, now, see, my daughter had was saying that Janelle was grabbing her phone without her permission and calling me. And so she was going to try to find some way to block her. Well, little Janelle figured out a way to bypass that block. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't care if it's the on the phone, on her iPad. 
Oh, and I think she just got a new iPad today. Uh-huh. Uh, Janelle did. Okay. So, because, um, um, uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. You have to forgive me. I'm, I'm, this is my after, I, I'm, I'm interrupting my after lunch nap for this, this interview. Wake up, but, uh, no, it's too much like right. I might realize <laughs> where I'm at. <laughs> but uh, anyway, she, uh, Jennifer, uh, I don't know if Jennifer, got, no, I called Jennifer. That's what it was. And uh, apparently she and Janelle were at uh, Target or someplace like that. And uh, Janelle wanted to show me that, you know, that she's got a new iPad. So... So, um, like I said, it doesn't matter which which device, that or a laptop. She can get on that laptop and could go to town too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and not what makes quite, you the most proudest about being a grandfather? I think just watching watching to see that my children are not just you know sitting up facing the wall and not doing anything. These kids are. These kids, you know, the environment that they're that they're growing up in, they thrive, and that you know, like I said, you know, Edward figured out on his own he wanted to be a photographer. You know, he he wants to do more than that, really. But I, he's doing photography to, to so that he doesn't, you know, and trying to raise money for his college tuition. And. Um, you know, so he's gonna work. He's gonna work his way through college. And he decided to create a job. So, uh, right. You know, I'm looking at my my uh, my granddaughters, my the, the the ones right below them, and they're doing well in school. Uh, they're aware of. They have some. Uh, they're they're beginning to get that awareness of who they are. And you know, it's clear that they're not just letting people outside the family mold them. Right, right. You know, uh, they have that confidence already that will propel them. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And I think one thing that helped Jasmine is she she started into gymnastics real early in life, and I think that's kind of helped carry her through school. You know, she's not doing it now, but she's, but I, I think she took away the, you know, hey, I can do this. Well, then I can, there's other things I can do. So, and, you know, Kai is pretty much the same way. She's a little more shy than uh, uh, Jasmine is, but um, she has that confidence. And then, you know, looking at Janelle, um, there, there's not going to be. She's not going to be limited by anything. You know. Um, Do you see any of them uh, take up music like you did? Well, with the exception of Edward, uh, no. And I really am worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, 
if that's something that either you know the, the young ones want to do I think with the you know I've seen I noticed Janelle likes to dance to music but you know who's to say what she's going to do so it's still early so. now the funny thing is have you noticed and that's a lot of things I hear with grandparents is how you can see similarities uh, between the grandchildren and grandparents of what they used to do when they were growing up. Do you see any of that in your grandchildren at all? Just a sense of humor that they all carry. Oh, that, that smart mouth like you? <laughs> that sharp wit? Well, I don't know that they're going that that, that they take it in that direction. It's just they can come up with some crazy things to say uh-huh. that you can't help but laugh at. Uh-huh. So, um, or some of the things they do. So, um, it's just like uh, when Jennifer, my daughter, made it a point to show me on video that. Uh, Janelle cleaning the walls up after she had smeared toothpaste on it. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> and while she and while she was cleaning and, and and while she was cleaning that toothpaste off the wall, I said, oh, "You had yourself a good old time, didn't you?" And she looked at me <laughs> and smiled and started laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What's you know. the problem? I didn't do anything wrong." Well, no, it was like it was her. Her thing was I'm working now, but it was so fun when when I was doing it. <laughs> so, uh, and that's you know, I saw that with my young cousins, my young cousins, and uh, I'm sure I did it. I know my. Berry or was there like crayons, markers? I think with me it was more crayon or ink pen, but with you know, these kids are just finding more stuff to smear on the wall. So, um, uh, but she's showing you know she's learning some response you know taking responsibility for what she did. So. Uh, I don't know that she'll get all of that right now. She probably thought using a using a sponge and, and all of that was fun. She's using her creative side. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, she, you know, I mean, as I see that as being better than uh, smacking her hands for it or anything like that. I think that, you know, I personally think it's something we need to get away from. Uh, these folks that talk about how much they didn't tan that hide and all that and carrying on. I said, that might have been fine during slavery, but not, you know, but, you know, <laughs> we ain't slaves no more. Correct. I, I'll, I'll debate anybody on that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will. No. Or will. Well, say, yeah. the way I look at anybody who can justify it in this day and age, I think, I think is, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd rather, you know, 
somebody I've had people say, well, would you rather you do it or have the cops do it? I said, I don't want I don't want to see either. That's not even a, a question I'm going to give you give you an answer to, because I don't see either situation as a as a, a good scenario. So um, I'm. Why would I want my child afraid of me? Mm. Interesting. And you know, uh, no, I, I and I'm and I'm kind of fifty-fifty on law enforcement simply because I've got I've got family in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but. I, you know, I wouldn't want to see them have happened to them that happened. What happened to uh, George Floyd? Of course not. You know, by the same token, uh, I just say, well, there's certain things you can do to keep keep yourself from being in that position. So, uh, being in one position. Being in a position to have be confronted by 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 the police. Well, Barry, you know as well as I do, you don't have to do anything to. No, I said. Well, like I said, I mean, they're, I mean they're, my point is this: Yeah, there there might be times you get profiled, but there's a way to there's a way to keep you cool on that. I've been able to do it. That's the only reason why I can say that. And I make no apologies, well, for, you know. But they still end up dead. So. Uh, well, I I get that. I mean, look, there's some screwed up cops out here. Mm-hmm. But I've dealt with some, and I'm I'm 66 years old, and I, you know, I didn't give up my, you know, I didn't I didn't allow myself to be completely disrespected either. I get it. I've I get been, it. I've been pulled over and they did. What are you doing driving a car like this? I said I put the key in the ignition, turned the turned the engine over, and <laughs> put it in drive. I can see you saying that too. Oh my god! <laughs> and what was their response? Well, is this your car? I, it, it might be. <laughs> I didn't buy it from you. Oh my god! Step out of the car, sir. Was that the sure, next? That, was that the problem? That, I think a couple of times that did. You know, they had me get out of the car. And, you been smoking weed in this car? I said, if I have, you won't find any. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Barry, Barry, you're one of a kind, bro. Well, when I had when I had that confrontation, I think I had an ounce on me at the time. Oh, but I had, but I caused that because that officer lost it. He lost his completely lost his cool, and his his partner had to go, you know, calm him down and just say, "Go on, go on," because you know they. I mean, and you live to tell the story, huh? And you live to tell the story. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was about 19. Some couple of friends and I were gonna 
go and um, I think I think I had a stack of stack of LPs and you know we were just gonna transfer you know tape some music tape some records yeah and uh, some some you know we were just gonna take take some music over over to a over to one of my friends' house and tape it you know on on his uh, reel to reel and sit up smoke weed the rest of the day. I think I had well no it was more than an ounce I think I had two or three ounces on me at the time but we me and that officer got into it and his partner could see where I was leading the conversation and decided come on man you need to go sit down because <laughs> uh <laughs> said what he said well it's my job to stop you I said yeah some folks would do anything for money won't they Uh, well, I might. Well, I might. I have a family to feed. I said, "Well, I have a suggestion for you," and that's when his partner pushed him into pushed him back into the patrol car. He didn't want to hear me say the magic words. What were the magic words? We're adults. What were the magic words? I was going to ask him. I said, "Well, do you have your knee pads with you?" Oh, oh, ouch! I was that angry. <laughs> and they had already, they, you know, uh, his partner had already done a, you know, check my driver's license. I was the one driving. He had already checked my driver's license side and everything. Were you inside no the warrants. car or outside the car? I was outside the car. Okay. Okay. And uh, hmm. uh, I guess it also didn't hurt that one of the fellows in the car, his older brother, was a. Deputy Sheriff, Jackson County Deputy Sheriff, and when he mentioned and how that, huh, huh? How did you know this? How'd oh, I didn't. This? I didn't know it. I didn't know it until he said something. Okay. okay. And then, and ironically, you know, and later on, you know, after we got over to his house, his brother showed up. <laughs> so. Wait. The cop's brother showed up. No, his brother, my, my friend's brother, who was the deputy sheriff. Oh, your friend's brother. Okay, okay. Wow, I was about to say. Okay, got it. You know, he just he he just came in. He looked around, and we, of course, every last all three of us had a joint in our hand at the time, so it was like, oh, we busted. And then and and then he said something to Donald, and I said. Oh, okay. This is Donald's brother, and then he turned around and went and got walked out of the house and went back and got and got in his patrol car and drove off. So, wow. Anymore. That was a, that was probably the worst confrontation I had with police. Beyond that, I beyond that I uh, hadn't had anything but a speed ticket. So, they just didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't have a lot of confrontations with with law enforcement. Oh, well, that's great. So, that's great. You know, but I I do understand. You know, I do. You know, I do understand that you still have to kind of, for the most part, keep your cool. And so, if anything really goes down, then it's on. It's on them. It's on the police. It's on the police. Correct. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. 
So okay. Um, All right. So I've had that. You know, I've had that talk with with my sons and with uh, my grandsons. Grandson, you know, the one grandson, because like I said, I don't see Jamari. And although there ain't no one thing about my grandkids, there is no mistaking them. You can tell. What they, do you mean? You can tell they my they my grandkids. <laughs> ain't no doubt about it. I I couldn't walk past them and say I don't know those people. Uh oh. So. The DNA. Yeah, very much so. But um, embedded I, deep. But I'm okay with I'm okay with that. Given, well, I won't say anything about the fathers. So, bye um, for now. But that's a that's another show. Yeah, it is. But um, I. Um, think about them grandkids all the time <laughs> I really do I really do um, they like I said they're they're a great source of entertainment um, they will crack you up it's just amazing to see an extension of you carry on your legacy you know well, I'm and I'm down with that. It's, it's just that I have I have never laughed so hard behind some kids before. <laughs> they well, are. speaking of legacy, with the few minutes we have left, what would I hate this? I hate this question, but I'm asking it anyway. If you hate the question, um, why ask it? I know, right? But I'm going to anyway. So okay. just listen. How would you like to be remembered? from your grandchildren and eventually your great-grandchildren. How would Barry like to be remembered? I'd like for them to remember I'd like for them to remember I'd like for them to remember me as somebody who let them be who they are for one thing and um, help them you know who enjoyed sitting you know going for that ride watching them find out who they are for the, you know I think that's the main thing I'm you know that I tried to show them a few things and uh, they're able to sit back and think about what they learned you know mm. um I think that, you know, that pretty well sums it up. You know. I think it does too. I think it does too. Well said, my friend. Well said. All right, Mr. Fusion Funkmeister. Well, thank you for coming back to um, talk about your life as a grandfather and all like that. I will let you go so you can continue your day, particularly take your nap. Oh How yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that coming. <laughs> you know, especially since uh, I've already, Sorry, especially since I've already missed uh, uh, one of the episodes of uh, the Rifleman. 
that's, my that's usually, don't blame me yeah that's that's usually a you know a big part of my day I get to see Chuck Con- I, Chuck Connor shoot that shoot that funny funny looking rifle well that sounds very exciting wink wink I mean hell yeah all right but I was being uh funny I know that doesn't sound exciting I'm sorry right, nah. yeah yeah all right <laughs> Okay, my friend. Well, I've already talked. I've, I've already talked about doing. Um, uh, I already talked about sitting around watching reruns of Law and Order, so I had to come up with something else. That's all. Law and Order. Yeah. Do you show? Law and Law and Order. I don't remember that. The show Law and Order. Yeah, uh, yeah you know they usually yeah. they usually start off with a de- like those SBU like those SBU shows. Yeah, is that the same thing. Yeah, but the original Law and Order is my favorite one. Who's in the original one? Um, oh God, yeah, don't ask me who it is. But well, what year are we talking but, but, about? It's from the seventies. No, no, it's from the nineties and into two thousands. Okay. Oh, with Ice T, right? That's SVU. Okay. Uh, the original one. It doesn't. Matter. The original one has a has a detective. I think his last name goes by the last name Briscoe. Always has some wisecrack whenever they're at the crime scene. So, you know that. Oh, okay. You know they that that always makes it. That always sets a show off. So. Anyway. Okay. All righty. Well, Mr. Fusion Funkmeister, enjoy your day. And we'll talk soon, okay? Take care. You too. All right, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Simply Grand's podcast today. Make sure you tune in each Thursday for new episodes. And you can follow Simply Grand on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Grand Grandparents. See you next week.